morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Tuesday, August 2nd. On this date in 1969, a famous rocker and his wife showed up unexpectedly at his 10-year high school reunion. But things didn't go as planned. Can you guess the legendary name who left the party early? I'll have that answer shortly. But before that, let's jump right to your Tuesday forecast. It's waiting for you at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. Hey, good Tuesday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Silvive. Warm and muggy, dry out the door this morning for a lot of you, although there have been a couple of early morning showers. Those will be moving offshore, dry the rest of the morning, mostly sunny lunchtime around 90, and then low to mid-90s this afternoon. Slight chance of a shower or thunderstorm later on today. Here's a look at your seven-day forecast. 93 degrees tomorrow, 30% chance of rain. Rain chance up just a little bit on Wednesday. Back down, mainly dry Thursday and Friday. Then for the weekend, hit or miss afternoon showers and storms hot and humid with highs around 90. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. Now let's check in on your morning headlines. Well, we're only weeks away from students going back to school here in the Lowcountry, and one school district will be opening a new campus for hundreds of kids. Live 5's Ray Urena has an update on construction at Dorchester District 2's newest middle school. The upcoming East Edisto Middle School can hold a maximum of 1,000 students, and it was built to solve overcrowding in district schools. As the first day of school creeps closer, the district says it will be ready, but there's some work that still needs to be done. Yesterday, forklifts, leaf blowers, and crews could be seen filling out the district's first new middle school since River Oaks Middle School was built. The $31 million, 120,000 square foot campus will have a combined auditorium and gym and three separate wings for students. Principal Brian Rutherford says there are 46 full-time teachers on the school's payroll and they will be moving into the campus next week. He says between now and when school starts, administration will hold an orientation for those teachers to learn their policies and procedures. Unlike most most schools where you have to you know kind of get your new teachers to understand these are the pro- you know, processes and procedures, we, we've got to teach everybody. Like, this is how... A teacher gets copies made. This is how we're going to do lunch. This is how we're going to do courtyard. When we change classes, this is the route we want this grade level to go versus that grade level. Now, during yesterday's visit, I asked the district to see a classroom. However, they said I couldn't see one because they were moving in furniture like desks and chairs and installing smart boards in those rooms. In the control room, Ray Arena, Live 5 News. And there's going to be a couple of opportunities for parents and students to check out the campus before it opens. We have that information on our website at live5news.com. According to the South Carolina Center for Educator Recruitment and Retention and Advancement, there are over 1,000 teacher vacancies across the state. Kat Lowe, the president of the Berkeley County Education Association chapter, says this problem is amplified here in the Lowcountry due to the growing population. Berkeley County is currently trying to fill 132 teacher vacancies and 10 teacher assistant vacancies. 
Advocates with the South Carolina Education Association say that the shortage problem is rooted at the state funding level. Have you ever wondered where unclaimed lottery prize money goes? Well, here in South Carolina, lawmakers actually budget for it. $20 million has been set aside for the 2023 fiscal year by state lawmakers to help with educational efforts. The money is split across four areas. The Commission on Higher Education, Department of Alcohol and Other Drug Abuse Services, SC Technical College System, and the Department of Education. It's unclear how much money will go unclaimed this year, but you can find a list of remaining prizes on the SC Education Lottery website. South Carolina school districts are no longer allowed to use debt collectors to go after students for unpaid school lunches. Governor McMaster signed that bill into law in May after it unanimously passed through both the House and Senate. For the last two years, every student in the country qualified for free meals thanks to a federal pandemic-related program. But that program no longer exists after Congress chose not to extend it for this year. Meg Stanley, the executive director of Whole Spire, a statewide nonprofit, says... Some families might not realize that the program has stopped and could start to be charged for those meals again. She says families should check with their local school district to see if they qualify for free or reduced meals this school year. USDA officials have approved emergency SNAP food aid allotments through August. The program provides SNAP recipients with financial assistance to buy groceries. Recipients have received the expanded aid due to the pandemic. A spokesperson with Governor McMaster has confirmed that it will be a month-to-month decision on extending the program in the future. The new school year is fast approaching and many people are getting their back to school shopping done. Yeah, to help get students prepared, check out some upcoming school supply giveaways. This Saturday, Colleton County School District will be hosting a back to school bash for students grades K through 12. That event will be from 9 a.m. until noon, Saturday, August 6th at the Colleton County High School track. Students will be able to get free book bags, school supplies and much more. Another giveaway will also be happening on Saturday. It'll be at Hot Gap middle school from 11 to 1. The Community Resource Center will also be there to provide some food boxes to all those families who show up. The upcoming school year also signals the the return of the First Day Festival. The city will host the annual festival this Sunday from 1 to 4 at the Gilliard Center and the South Carolina Aquarium. Kids heading to the event will get free school supplies and there will also be fresh and free food from the Low Country Food Bank. Live 5 will be in attendance and make sure to swing by the Gilliard to say hey to us. Today is National Night Out, a nationwide celebration intended to better the relationship between the community and our law enforcement. The Charleston Police Department will be celebrating in the East Side community, bringing everyone together under positive circumstances. Our Lauren Quinlan joins us live with more. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning. The Charleston Police Department says Columbus Street will be shut down at Philip Simmons Park today for the event, and they and their partnering organizations have a few special giveaways for the community. The Eastside Community Development Corporation, Heal America, and CPD have collaborated to make this event possible. Everything will be free from parking provided by Trident Technical College Palmer Campus, food, entertainment, and a bike giveaway. Elizabeth Wolfson with CPD says with school registration being online this year for many, Trident will be opening their doors to allow parents to use their computer lab to register and upload any necessary documents. Wolfson says they're looking to build their relationship and rapport with the community. We're just 
just really excited to meet everybody and to engage with everybody. Um, this is really about bringing the community together with the police and just really partnering um, and building those bridges. And, um, you know, we're out here, we're trying to make a difference, and we know that the community, mem community members are as well. And so um, we hope that everybody just has a fun time. This year, CPD will be giving out free Narcan, which is used to treat a narcotic overdose in an emergency. They'll also allow anyone in the area to surrender any drugs they might be looking to get rid of in an anonymous box without any questions asked by police. Today's event is from 3 to 7 p.m., and CPD says they're giving out about 30 bikes, and they'll be doing so toward the end of the event. Reporting live in Charleston, Lauren Quinlan, 55 News. And here are some other National Night Out events that are happening tonight. The Mount Pleasant Police Department is hosting their night out. There's going to be live music, food giveaways, and fun activities for the kids. You'll also get the chance to meet the Mount Pleasant Police Department as well as their community partners. There's nothing that is, is off limits. We just have our officers out here in a positive setting, uh, away from the cars, and we have everything that the police department has to offer out on display so people can come out and meet their officers, see the officers that are on the SWAT team, on the bicycle team, our harbor patrol team, and just kind of be in the same place and have good conversations. The Charleston County Sheriff's Office will also host their national night out tonight from 6 to 8 p.m. The event will be at the town hall. K-9, SWAT, and public safety partners will be in attendance. The Colleton County Sheriff's Office is also holding their event tonight. It'll be at Hyde Park in Walterboro from 6 to 8 p.m. There will be free food and you're asked to bring a lawn chair. There will be free parking on Azalea Drive. This evening, a public meeting will be held for the Long Point Road Interchange Improvement Project. Its purpose is to hear the public's opinions and concerns about the project. Yeah, Molly McBride joining us live from Mount Pleasant. And Molly, you spoke to the state's Department of Transportation. What are they hoping will come out of the meeting that they're having? The department says they're hoping to receive input on their suggested improvements for improving congestion on the interchange. SCDOT says traffic studies on the I-526 corridor indicate that the Long Point Interchange has a lot of operational issues. They say these issues have been echoed by the public, and it became clear they needed to do something sooner rather than later. According to SCDOT, the Long Point Interchange is one of the highest volume interchanges along the I-526 corridor. The large commuter volume coupled with the proximity to Wando Port leads to the mix of large trucks and regular vehicles. Since the issue initially arose, SCDOT has come up with conceptual improvement alternatives, which will be presented tonight. I spoke to Joy Riley, a program director at SCDOT, who says public input is an essential part of what they do. We're doing all those technical things in the background, but at certain points we want to come to the public and say, this is what we found so far. This is what we're looking at. What do you think? And so that's where we're at at this point. The meeting is this evening from 5 to 7 here at the R.L. Jones Center. For the address to the center or for the link to the online survey, if you can't make it in person, visit live5news.com and click on the story. Reporting live in Mount Pleasant, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. 
The state's annual 72-hour tax-free weekend holiday is set to kick off Friday. The Department of Revenue is reminding shoppers that all eligible items can be purchased online and in stores with no 6% sales tax added on. Only certain items are exempt from the sales tax. Now, items like smartphones, jewelry, and furniture, they're not tax-free this weekend. A full list of eligible items can be found on the South Carolina Department of Revenue's website. At the top of the show, I mentioned a famous rocker who ended up having to leave his 10-year high school reunion with his wife early. It turns out a drunk at the party tried to pick a fight with him. That famous musician was none other than Bob Dylan. Remember the Munsters? Remember little Eddie? Well, the actor who played him, Butch Patrick, turned 69 years old today. Actor-director Kevin Smith is 52 Actor Sam Worthington turns 46, and actor Edward Furlong is 45. Thanks for joining us for Morning, y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning, y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.